Good morning. Welcome once again. This is the Daily Audio Prayer. I am Sean Odenhall. Today we continue in Luke. We are in Luke 19, 11 through 28, the parable of the ten minas. Minas, the uh, form of currency. So we will go through this section, 11 through 28. Pray through that. And then, um, through the Valley of Vision, as we continue in this country to go through this, this turmoil and need to draw near to God and to repent, um, there's a prayer in the Valley of Vision, continual repentance, and then finish with Peter Marshall's prayer from the uh, when he was chaplain of the Senate, uh, America confesses. This was in the 1940s, 47, 48. So we're going to be praying, focusing on our country right now, uh, and repenting and asking God to send revival, to send um, righteousness. Let righteousness reign and rule in our country. So let's begin with Luke, line 19. As they heard these things, he went on and told a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they supposed that God's kingdom would be revealed immediately. He said, therefore, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. He called ten servants of his and gave them ten mina coins and told them, conduct business until I come. But his citizens hated him and sent an envoy after him, saying, We don't want this man to reign over us. When he come back, having received the kingdom, he commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by conducting business. Well, the first came before him and said, Lord, your mina has made ten more minas. Well done, good servant. Because you were found faithful, with very little you shall have authority over ten cities. And second, your mina, Lord, has made five minas. So he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Then another came, Lord, saying, Lord, behold, your mina, which I kept, laid away in a handkerchief, for I feared you, because you are an exacting man, and you take up that which you didn't lay down, and reap that which you didn't sow. He said to him, Out of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I am an exacting man, taking up that which I didn't lay down and reaping that which I didn't sow. Then why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? And at my coming I might have earned interest on it. He said to those who stood by, Take the mina away from him and give it to him who has ten minas. And they said to him, Lord, he already has ten minas. For I tell you that to everyone who has will be given more. But from him who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away from him. But bring those enemies of mine who didn't want me to reign over them and kill them before me. Having said these things, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he prepares for the crucifixion, the next section will be on the triumphal entry Let's begin praying. O God, the desire of our heart is to hear you say to us, Well done, good and faithful servant. 
that is the that is what we want to hear because we want to be faithful to you and obedient to live for you to please you and to honor you and to love you that is all we want to do and if it's not may that be true if that's all we may that be true that that would be all we want to do there is nothing else of any worth real true worth except these things lord Everything else fades away, passes away. Our reputations, our our gain, everything. Our entertainment, everything that we place value on has no real worth. Thank you for your work in our lives, Lord. Thank you for changing us daily by your word, by immersing ourselves in your word and by immersing ourselves in prayer. You are changing us and making our minds more conformed daily to your mind, giving us the mind of Christ. Thank you for changing us. We know we can't change ourselves. We cannot. We try and we fail every time. We cannot make ourselves morally uh, better. And we can't make ourselves morally uh, perfect and righteous we cannot do it only you can do that for us give us more hunger for righteousness soften our heart that we might hear you give us the desire to do your will and let it be true that we are found faithful daily not perfect but faithful thank you Lord that when we do find ourselves to be unfaithful, we fall, that there is ample grace and mercy. As your your servant Jeremiah Burroughs has said, that the thing that you desire most is to impart righteousness to your people. And when we are repentant, when we confess our sins before you, we desire to do your will. You love to impart righteousness to us. And we stand on that. We need that, Lord God. We need the righteousness of Christ. Let us be found faithful when we stand before you, O God. And then, O God of grace, you have imputed our sin to my substitute. And you have imputed his righteousness to our soul. You've clothed us with a bridegroom's robe, decking us with jewels of holiness. But in our Christian walk, we are still in rags. Our best prayers are stained with sin. Our whitest white is dingy gray. Our penitential tears are so much impurity. Our confessions of wrong are so many aggravations of sin. Our receiving the spirit is mixed with selfishness. Lord, right now, in this moment, we need and we do repent of our repentance. We have need that our tears be washed. We have no robe to cover our sins, no loom to weave our own righteousness. We are always standing clothed in filthy, dirty garments. 
And by grace, we're always receiving a change of raiment. By grace. For you have always justified the ungodly. And we are always going into the far country and always returning home as the prodigal did. Always saying, Father, forgive us. Father, forgive me. And you are always bringing forth the best robe. It is amazing that that was not a one-time experience for us. That we are daily, we daily use and need your grace and your mercy. Every morning, let us wear it. Every evening, return in it. We go out to the day's work in it. Be married in it. Be wound in death in it. Stand before the great white throne in it. Enter heaven in it shining as the sun. Grant us never to lose sight of the exceeding sinfulness of sin today, Lord. Help us to see that, Lord. See sin as you see it. And we can, if we stay close and we nurture the word of God in our lives, the closer we get to you, the closer we get to the light of your glory, the more we see the sin, the the darkness, the black, dingy, gray in our in our in our lives. Grant us never lose sight of the exceeding righteousness of salvation, the exceeding glory of Christ, the exceeding beauty of holiness, and the exceeding wonder of grace. So our Father, as we in America confess today, our Father, bring to the remembrance of your people your ancient and time-honored promise. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We today, this company of your people assembled, would begin now to meet the conditions that will enable you to fulfill your promise. May all of America come to understand that right living alone exalts a nation, that only in your will can peace and joy be found. But Lord, this land cannot be righteous unless her people are righteous. And we here gathered are part of America We know that the world cannot be changed until the hearts of men are changed. So our hearts need to be changed. We therefore confess to you that wrong ideas and sinful living have cut us off from you. We've been greedy. We have sought to hide behind barricades of selfishness. Shackles have imprisoned the great heart of America. And we have tried to isolate ourselves from the bleeding wounds of a blundering world. In our self-sufficiency, we have sought not your help. We've held conferences and ignored you completely. We've disguised selfishness as patriotism. Our arrogance has masqueraded as pride. We have frittered away time and opportunities while the world bled. Our ambitions have blinded us to opportunities. We've bickered in factory and business and sought to solve our differences only through self-interest. So, Lord God of hosts, forgive us 
O God, by your guidance and your power, may our beloved land once again become your own country. A nation contrite in heart, confessing her sins, a nation keenly sensitive to all the unresolved injustice and wrong still in our midst. Hear this, our prayer, and grant that we may confidently expect to see it answered in our time. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, brothers and sisters, for being here this second day of December. Continue, we continue to pray for our country. When you're out today, pray for justice and righteousness to reign and rule. And then all over the world, Lord, we are grateful. We are so grateful for all the listeners that are tuned in to pray with us today. And with that in mind, we pray today for Canada. For those that are listening and praying with us in Canada, in British Columbia, Ontario, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, we lift you up today, you believers in these areas in Canada, that you would be strengthened with all spiritual strength and might, that you would walk humbly before your God, you would be filled with the Spirit, pray that you would hunger and thirst after righteousness, hunger and thirst after the Word of God and prayer, that this would be a day of, of change in your hearts. And we want to encourage you as a, as a body of Christ, as a body of believers in this family, that you would be a light in the darkness wherever you are and that you would take the opportunities to share the gospel with those that the Lord puts in your path. May the Lord bless your country, bless your home, your town, your city, wherever you are. And may the Lord omnipotent reign in your hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, we will see you tomorrow. And uh, hope you have a blessed, I know you'll have a blessed day. God be with you. Goodbye.